Okay, so today what we're going to discuss is um, in Christ. Okay, and uh, we are taking all the scriptures in the new covenant, which talk about anything that I found in Christ. Uh, and sometimes, you know, you can go over the Bible, but when you sort of put all the verses together, then you, you can sometimes see so clearly like, oh my God, everything is in Christ. Okay, and all the blessings and everything, it's in Christ. And what does it mean in Christ? It means that everything that God is doing in your life is because of your position. Okay, and that's why it's so important to not forget your position. Okay, uh, so I had, uh, I put up a verse on uh, beloved and on oneness uh, and that verse is from proverbs that says uh, the wicked flee when uh, no one pursues and then it says but the lions uh, are as uh, but the the righteous are as bold as a lion okay so why does it say the wicked flee when no one pursues and then the, suddenly it contrasts this with the lion are as uh, the righteous are as bold as a lion so something about uh, confrontation or something about knowing who you are, that verse is, okay? And I told you I had a dream many years ago and um, in this dream, God had shown me of how the devil sort of gets uh, attention when you pursue it. And the minute you stop pursuing it, uh, he will not do the things uh, that he's doing. It's because he thrives on attention. He, and when you're pursuing it, you're actually worshipping something, okay? So like, for example, any terrorist organization or anyone out there, they were just speaking speaking but suppose no one gave heed to their voice they wouldn't be as strong as they are or whatever they couldn't become a principality is because someone paid attention to it that's how they could do whatever so um, and then so i woke up out of this dream and then uh, and then the scripture came was given to me and so and then uh, you know the the version that i had says wicked and then god told me to look up the other versions and it says instead of wicked it says evil please when you stop pursuing it Okay, so anything that you give your, uh, you know, when you get, uh, when you get cares and thoughts, okay, I told you every time that we don't have to run after them, because if it's a negative thought, it's not from God. Okay, that's why it says pull down a thought. If it was his thought, we don't have to pull it down. So we can disconnect from all the thoughts that are going on. And what is our anchor is just that you're a son by blood and you choose not to follow those thoughts or those worries. And you don't forget that you're a son. And after some time, you realize that problem also goes away or it disappears. It's an illusion and it's a lie. Okay. Even as you stop giving it attention. So, um, <clears throat> so I want to talk about position today. Yeah. So all the scriptures are in Christ are about position. Now I'm going to read about, uh, I'm going to, I'm reading from numbers chapter 14 or uh, chapter 13. Okay. Now this is when spies sent into Canaan. Okay, just before God was talking about, uh, you know, God was telling Israel that I'm going to bring you into a promised land. And this promised land is going to be amazing. It's going to be a land flowing with milk and honey. Everything that you've ever desired is going to be in this promised land. Okay, and there were spies sent in it. And I want to, I'm just going to read one verse in that. Okay, it's verse, uh, chapter 13, verse 30. It says, then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome it. Now, I want you to circle that word, overcome it. Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. Okay? And I told you in our last Bible study that there is an overcoming for a son. But our overcoming is actually just to rest. Okay? And not fight. That is the overcoming. So, in the Old Testament, uh, you know, God told that I'm going to give you this land. And what happened in that land? There were giants. 
okay now god had to put giants there because they were building these amazing big houses they were digging these deep wells so there was a reason why god had put giants there because he wanted them all to do the work so that his children could inherit one day okay and then god had told the children of israel like i want you to go and take it and what happens people go there not trusting the word of god that you know what he's overcome it for us he's going to overcome okay and they get scared by what they see pretty much like the disciples in the boat right they get scared by the storm not realizing that jesus is there and so he doesn't expect them to get scared so it was all visual senses that's why i said the first thing as a son we don't go by our senses what we are seeing what we are hearing what we are feeling you have to come out of your senses you only live we, we only live our life by the word of god humans they live by sense realm it's okay let them live but we only live our life by the word of god okay and the promise of god so now what is this they were saying let us go at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome it okay now they think they are going to overcome now let's see now turn with me to joshua chapter joshua chapter 5 uh, verse 13 Okay, so now basically, what happens during that time? They don't listen to God, and so God says, "You know what? You're going to wander in this land for forty years because you didn't listen to Joshua uh, to these two kids." Okay, and now what happens is Joshua and Caleb, his generation, is going to enter that land because they believe they were the only ones who believe. Okay, but now remember, they said that we are well able to overcome it. Okay, this was forty years ago. They said we are well able to overcome it, but that time God, because of the stubbornness of the other people, God didn't allow that entire land to go except for these two. So now let's see who was overcoming it. So now we come to the time when God now finally the generation has died and now their kids are there and Joshua and Caleb are going ahead and uh, Joshua is there, okay? And God tells Joshua that now in three days you're going to go ahead and possess this land, okay? And now I love this part where in Joshua five verse thirteen, okay? Now Joshua gets up and look at this. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho. that he lifted his eyes and looked and behold a man stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand and Joshua went to him and said to him are you for us or for our adversaries so he said no but as commander of the army of the lord i have now come and Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped and said to him what does my lord say to his servant Then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, "Take your sandal off your foot, for the place where you stand is holy." And Joshua did so. Who is the commander of the armies of the Lord? So who is the one who is fighting now? Who is going to bring them also into the promised land? It is Jesus. In the Old Testament, he appears in shadows as the angel. It will be capital T, capital A angel. Okay. And so here it is Jesus appearing as the commander of the armies of the Lord. Okay. and then uh, jesus tells them this is before jesus appears uh, tells them what to do and go around jericho seven times and at, on the seventh time you're going to blow the trumpet and these walls are going to come down but he is coming and say i'm the commander of the army so in essence you they think that they are fighting but it's not them fighting it's god who is giving them the victory and even as they just step out and foolishly do what the commander of the army told them go around seven times and on the seventh time blow you know and just say shout and i'm giving you this city even as they obeyed on the word everything came so even the overcoming was not them it was all someone else doing it okay now this is in the old okay now this is so now first it was about go and take it and they're like oh i'm going to overcome but now we saw that who is overcome 
it is the uh, it is it is god doing it on their behalf okay and now let's see go with me to chronicles 2 chronicles uh chapter 20 okay now this is finally they overcome they take that land and now they're in that land now they're in this promised land and now guess what happens someone comes and now makes trouble for them they're in the promised land and someone's coming to tell them get out basically okay now look at the what god i want you to see what god was telling them so one is about getting into the land overcome but the overcoming was even god was doing that which jesus has done it for our behalf he went ahead he's overcome everything he said and now we've come into the promised land and now look at what is the instruction given by god when something is com coming to attack something that is already theirs okay now we are currently here in this position so what happened jehoshaphat basically he hears like everything is coming against something that god has given them and jehoshaphat began to fear so he goes to god and he's like you know what i can't take this army it's too big we are not even that much in number and we don't know what to do and he's like i really don't know what to do but i'm coming to you and now you tell me what to do and uh, and look at what he's telling god he's saying your possession which you have given us to inherit this is in verse i'm on jehoshaphat uh, 2 chronicles chapter 20 verse 11 okay they they sorry here they are rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession which you have given us to inherit basically god had told them not to trouble certain enemies okay and they did that in faith they did not do anything and now these guys the same ones whom they let go have now come and trying to attack them okay so um, so god this is what jehoshaphat is saying your possession which you have given us to inherit oh our god will you not judge them for we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us nor do we know what to do but our eyes are on you okay and now scroll down to verse 15 so this is the word that comes from god now look at this do not be afraid so one thing for any problem or any situation i told you that you're going a what what is god saying last time i read it from james right be quick to hear slow to speak slow to be impulsive and why all of this basically it's saying just be quiet don't give any judgment don't speak don't react don't be impulsive so fast why is because there is righteousness that is going to go forth and work on your behalf the kingdom of god is going to work something out for you okay it's going out even as he only wants you to be quiet like you hold back so that i can work on your behalf okay so look at this but now i want you to see another way uh, to look at it from another perspective okay and look what god is saying do not be afraid don't let your heart fear anything that is coming against do not be afraid nor dismayed don't be discouraged by this and i know it looks like something or whatever but don't be discouraged by it okay because of this great multitude now look at this for the battle is not yours but god's that means even in the old testament think about it they were never fighting even in the old it was always god fighting for them how much more in the new when it's already fought why should you fight okay so look at this for the battle is not yours but god's tomorrow go down against them okay and they will surely come up blah 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 and then it says in 70 you will not need to fight in this battle now imagine this is the promised land they are already in the promised land and the advice is the same for us even today you will not need to fight in this battle okay whatever is coming against you and then look what he says position yourself 
So he's telling them something to do. And which is the truth, what we're going to read today, what it talks about in Christ. Everything is in him. That's what it means to be positioned. Don't forget you're in the Holy of Holies. Stop trying to come out. I'm taking the same things what I've done with you, the high priest and everything, but I'm showing it to you from all different perspectives. Okay. And how it is the same message that it was in the Old Testament, in the Old Covenant, but God expects you to do the same thing. So one, he tells you, do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged. Don't go by what you're seeing. The battle is not yours, it's God's. And now what I want you to do, okay, is position yourself, stand still, be still, be seated. Today it would be sit still, okay? Position yourself, sit still. So only if you position yourself and sit still, okay, where was I? You will see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. Basically, he's saying it's only when you position yourself and sit still, can I go and work on your behalf? It means whenever you see that problem or anything coming against, it's the same thing what is telling us in James. Don't forget your position in Christ. Don't try and fight something. Just relax. Don't be scared. Don't be discouraged. Position yourself. That means in that time, I keep telling you, don't forget you're a son. That's what it means to position yourself. Remind yourself that you're a son. Remind, you, remind yourself that all the promises of God for me are simply by his blood. That's what it means by positioning yourself. And now you're being still. And now what, guess what happens? The minute you position, you will see the salvation of that situation. You will see the salvation of the Lord working on your behalf. You will see his righteousness going forth and taking care of everything. You are a father, son. Like I said, there is a kingdom that is working for us. Okay? So everything is going by position yourself. Sit still. I told you, you're the only king that does not need to fight. We remain in rest. And like I said, even last time, rest, does, I told, rest doesn't mean not doing anything. Rest means positioning yourself. That's what it means. That you're taking that position and you're resting in it. Right? And now you will see the salvation of the Lord. Okay? So now uh, let's go and read our verses. Okay, so I want you to remember this, what I just read, that verse from, I love that verse. You will not need to fight in this battle. The battle is the Lord's, but I want you to do something. That's what he's telling there. I want you to just position yourself, stand still and see the salvation of God. And what happened during that time, even as they did that, they positioned them, uh, themselves. They, now they physically positioned themselves that time. But today, we are spiritually positioning ourselves. Meaning, you don't forget you're a son. That's what it means. Okay, and, what, and guess what happened with any, everything that came against them? Not only did they see the salvation of the Lord, the defeat of that, but they came out with an inheritance, a greater inheritance. They came out with a lot of wealth. Okay, so whatever comes against you, not only is it taken care of, not only do you see resurrection life in that. Okay, but there's something else that you're going to come out richer from that whole Whatever trial came against you, you're just going to come out richer out of that. Okay. Uh, so let's read. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm just going to go over those verses. And like I said, this is like seed that is falling in you. Okay. And uh, you're going to see something and I've highlighted it in red. So all the promises for us are in Christ. Okay. Now in Christ is position. Position. That's why I said for you, it's so important that in a given trial, just don't forget that you're a son. That's what it means to be in position. 
you're holding on to your position because everything is in position in Christ. Okay. Now let's read that Romans. Okay. So I'm just going to go ahead and just uh, flow with me with the scriptures that are in front of you. Um, all are justified and made upright in right standing with God freely and graciously by his grace through the redemption which is provided in Christ Jesus. Okay. Uh, even so, consider yourselves also dead to sin and your relation to it broken, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Okay. I want you to take that, that you're alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, there is no condemnation for you because you're in Christ. The law of the spirit of life. Okay. Now I'm, I'm going to dwell on this a bit more. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So if basically this verse is saying that this law of the spirit of life is operational and you'll see it, it's in Christ. Okay. That means everything that is not in Christ is outside. That's where we see that the law of spirit of death is outside. Okay. In Christ, the law of the life is there. That means you're wondering like, you know, where it says that um, if you're in Christ, your body is dead because of your sin but your spirit is alive because of righteousness. Okay. But if you're in Christ, then that life that is in Christ is flowing and giving life to your mortal body. Okay. That means how does that happen? Like recently we have a testimony, but uh, she will share it soon. Okay. I, I, I want to juice that testimony more. Very, very amazing testimony. And um, this person was seeing Lyme symptoms and everything, but even as she, she came back, now what she did was literally everything was there. Okay. And I told this person, I said, it's, uh, I said, um, you know, sometimes you have your family members with you and it's very easy to talk to them. It's very easy for me to talk to my mom, but I choose not to is because the solution is not with her. She's not the savior. Christ is. And where is Christ? It's in me. So even if I'm going to see divine health manifest in this body, it's all going to come through me because Christ is in me. So it's no use talking to her. Okay. So uh, what I did with this person, I said, I know you're telling, but I said, don't see me as a friend. I'm, I'm a son. Okay. And uh, only come to me when you have the testimony, because that, that is a very intimate thing between you and the father. He's going to show it to you. So all this person does. And I just said, you have to find that in Christ. It's in your intimacy with him. I told you your personal relationship. If you are very dependent on the Holy Spirit for everything on the father, it's impossible that you will not have victory. Impossible. I don't care what the problem is in front of you. Personal relationship gets you victory because he will tell you to do things that are very simple for you that someone else may not be able to tell you that. And it can be as silly as going around or doing something or something, but he's going to tell, tell that to you. So this person was led, got told this person to do some things and that resurrection life in. So basically what she did was she came back to a position. She came back to a position and she stood still. She reminded herself that she's a son. And now that resurrection life popped up in her mortal body, giving that life as simple as that. Okay. In that moment, she reminded herself, she positioned herself, she stood still and she saw the salvation of God going on behalf of her. It's as simple as that. So that's why in that moment, she didn't forget. Oh, there are fears. Oh, don't get scared. Don't be discouraged. Position yourself, stand still now, be rested and see the salvation of the Lord going forward for on your behalf. Okay. We'll share that testimony very soon. So the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. I told you when you got born again, God pulled you out of one realm and put you in another realm. And that other realm is in Christ. 
It's in the Holy of Holies, in the blood. So now, and in this realm is the law of the spirit of life. That's what it's saying. The law is in Christ. So then you wonder, Ari, but how come this is there and it's not because you've forgotten your position? <laughs> because it's in Christ. This law operates in Christ. That's why I say, don't, anything that is there, don't forget. It's positional. All your blessings are positional. Your job is to only don't forget you're a son. Bas, that you're a son by blood. That you're in Christ. And even as you just rest, the knowing, not forgetting, position yourself and see the salvation. Had they not positioned themselves, would they have seen the salvation? They would have gone and fought. <laughs> they were not supposed to fight. Okay? It's just holding still. So, and God tells us also what positioning means. Position yourself, stand still. He literally means position means I want you to be still. That's how you're taking your position. You're not trying to fight this. It's already been fought. And as you're doing that, you'll see my salvation go forward and save that situation that needs saving. Okay? So in Christ is that position. Even as you're reading, I'm going to make you see how all the inheritance is in a position. It's in position. And that's why all we do at Beloved is remind you of your position. You're a son. That's what it means to be positioned. Okay? Uh, so the law of the spirit of life is in Christ. That's why even as you're still, you'll see that resurrection life come into your mortal body. And whatever you need, whether you need a new kidney, you need whatever, anything. Okay? There's creativity of redemption now. There's, there's hair fall. It'll give you hair. You need some good lungs. It'll give you good lungs. Even as you position yourself, Sit still. You'll see that. Okay? It's just reminding yourself. This person called and they were very uh, they were very anxious because of what they saw. What was going on in their flesh, right? And now they were seeing the multitude and getting all scared. And what do I have to say? That don't get scared by what you're seeing. Okay? Relax. Calm down. Position yourself. Come back to knowing that you're a son. Okay? You've forgotten you're a son by what you're seeing. Come back. Position. Rest. Quiet. And now suddenly this person starts seeing resurrection life and everything is disappeared. Okay. Um, so we, uh, we are one body in Christ. I'm on Romans 12, 5. Uh, okay, okay. I like 1 Corinthians 1, 2. To the church of God, which is in Corinth, to those consecrated and purified and made holy in Christ Jesus, Selected and called to be saints together with all those who are in any place call upon and give honor to the name of the Lord Jesus, both their land, both their Lord and ours. Okay. You're set apart. You're consecrated means set apart, purified and made holy in Christ. Wherever you go, whatever you do, anything that you're doing, trust me, it's in Christ. You can't get out of Christ. You became a new creation. You're in Christ. You're in the Holy of Holies. That's why you're the most holiest person. You're set apart. Nothing, if anything evil touches you, it'll get destroyed. That's what happens. Okay. And if there's any sickness that comes and touches you, you will end up healing it because they're touching holiness. So if you're in Christ, that means guess, if you're going, guess who they're seeing? It's Christ going forward. That's why you think you're doing it, but it's Christ doing it. They're Christ's hands who are doing everything. Okay. Let's go down. For just as in Adam all people die, so also shall all in Christ be made alive. That's why it's about telling somebody about Jesus. And when they come in Christ, they receive him. That's when they become alive. Otherwise you're dead. Okay? But thanks be to God who in Christ always leads us in triumph. This is what I mean. 
It's positional. Your victory is positional. All any person to date, even if that person has cancer in their flesh, okay, if they have something going on with their career, with their finances and anything, it says those who are in Christ, in Christ always, but thanks be to God who in Christ always leads us in triumph. Okay, it's about just remembering that you're in Christ. It's not you fighting. It's not you doing all, all the victory. Everything is to a son. A son inherits it. Okay. So what is the difference from you and from somebody else uh, who is also a son? Okay. But they don't inherit it. It's just simply that one knows that they're a son and the other, other one doesn't know that they're a son. It's positional. And that's why I say, even as you remember your position, isn't it, isn't it interesting in Chronicles, they could have just said, okay, don't worry, just sit there. And I will go and give the victory. But why did he say, position yourself, stand still, and now see the salvation? It's because he's trying to say that salvation or victory about something has got to do with you knowing your position, not forgetting your position. That's it. That's why that's how you overcome. That's why everything who is in Christ always leads us in triumph. That means you're in Christ. That's why I say whatever is coming against you, you'll have victory. I just don't want you to forget that you're a son. That's it. It's not you doing it. It's all Christ doing it. Okay? Try not to fight a fourth battle. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, uh, in another version it says, all things are made new. Everything about your life is in Christ. All the positions... All, all, I mean, all the blessings, all the promises. All, Psalm 91, he who dwells in the secret place, that is in Christ. So that's what I remember when I got born again and I shared. When I, I got baptized and Jesus came in my dreams and said, let me show you what you've signed. And then he showed me a house and my whole family was in it and nothing touched it. What do you know what that house represented? In Christ. Now you and your family are in Christ. That's what he was telling me. So nothing can touch it. And anything that came against, any time in my life, I just remember, you know what, I'm in Christ. My whole, everything that I do, everything is in Christ. That's why it's not me defending. It's Christ who is doing it. I can't do anything. It's Christ who is doing it. And, I, and if I know I'm in Christ, I can just relax. You can have a rested life. Okay? The devil, all he tries to do is make you forget you're a son. That's why when it said the wicked flee when no one pursues, the lion, the righteous are as bold as a lion. What is the lion's defeat? Is that someone convinces him he's not a lion. <laughs> That's it. I remember once I shared a dream of mom where she had a dream where all these um, like demonic looking creatures, she was a lion. She saw herself seated like a lion, but she doesn't know that she's a lion in the dream. And all these demonic creatures are coming and like attacking her. And then suddenly she doesn't even get up and she just roars and they all disappear. You know why they were coming? It's because this one probably wasn't aware that she's a lion. And so the devil only wants to make you forget your position. Now, if he makes you forget your position, is that still your position? It is your position. He just made you forget your position. That's his job. That's why he can't do anything unless he gets you to start thinking with a split personality. Okay? You, like the keys of death are, guess with whom? In Revelation it says, even the keys of death, of heads, are in your hands. You have authority. We'll do it at some point over overcoming death and how we have the keys of everything. You can choose. You have your lifespan is not in the devil's hand. So like, Array, now let's see when we go, it's in God's will. 
no 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 it's all in your hands okay and you decide when you want to go you can keep on living it's all in your hands your anything that makes you a slave to it it's not of god so think about oh death can come whenever are you a slave to it you're not a victim to it you're a son it's under your feet you decide when you want to go on the other side okay or you can choose and just continue to lift a rapture happens um okay in it was god in christ reconciling now in christ now guess what you're in christ you're going reconciling restoring the world to favor with himself not counting up and holding against their trespasses and committing to us the message of reconciliation so guess what now wherever you are going guess what you're doing you're reconciling and restoring everything back anywhere you go your mr reconciliation going or your miss reconciliation going anything about you wherever you go if there's anything broken it's coming back together because it's christ going you're in christ position okay uh, that's why if there's anything broken in your life okay these promises should, should make you see your inheritance because it's all in christ that's what i want you to see okay if there's anything broken in your life because you're in christ okay god has the ability to fix it okay uh galatians 2 4 the freedom that we have is in jesus christ we're not in the law we're in christ <coughs> it says now we have the liberty and the freedom which we have is in christ jesus okay uh galatians 3 26 for in christ jesus you are all sons of god through faith okay it's positional so it's not that someone is a son and someone is a not someone just knows they're a son and someone doesn't know their position that's why it's in christ jesus you are sons of god that means where is all the inheritance it says slaves don't inherit but sons inherit right that means a son is simply the one who knows he's a son and he's a son by blood now don't wake up every morning and say oh my god i have to work up to be a son no 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 you already know it <laughs> you're a son by blood that's it that's all you needed to know this entire thing that every time we keep every wednesday or sunday the bottom line message of everything is you're a son by blood don't forget that because it's very easy for you to go into a world that is screaming you're not a son and you have to do something okay and then you have to be reminded oh my god position myself stand still i'm a son position yourself okay uh there is neither jew nor greek there is neither slave nor free there is no not male nor female for you are all one we are all one in christ jesus for neither is circumcision of any importance nor uncircumcision but a new creation the result of a new birth and a new nature in christ jesus the messiah you are a new creation a new species that's why you get a new nature in christ okay and everything is in christ that's why the the more you start seeing yourself as one with god galatians 2:20 you died it's all christ in me okay it's very hard for you to live a simple lifestyle is because it clearly says it's in christ a new creation it's in the holy of holies someone who thinks that it's god outside and trying to get in they are the ones who keep doing flesh things out of court okay but when you see yourself as one with him because the truth is that you're one with him that you were born again in the holy of holies now in the holy of holies guess what there is no sin there's no deception there's no sickness there's nothing that's what it means as a son you cannot sin you can't because you're one with him it's not in your nature you've got a new nature 
okay it's someone who is separated mindset are the ones who keep falling in the flesh all the time who don't see themselves as one with god ephesians 1:3 may blessing uh, may blessing be to god the father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us in christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm okay that means all your blessings are going to come upon you and take over you and everything and guess what you don't have to do anything he's just expecting you to sit and position yourself that's it don't forget your position don't start running it's not you, you in the old testament you run after the promise in the new covenant you don't run after the promise you sit and watch the promise become yes and amen in your life even as you rest even as you position yourself okay and literally it means by don't forget your son like uh, i want to see who's online and i want to share a testimony uh okay so very recent to be saw someone get saved uh their whole family in fact come in uh one person i i told you remaining out and like the whole family saved but um, and this person literally saw now nothing is happening she's she's doing stuff but all she's doing is just every day reminding herself that she's a son she's positioning herself positioning herself that's it and they could be in various other things and she sees her whole family get saved right before her eyes okay and what is happening she positioned herself and guess what it says here that uh, he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing so one of the blessings is that your whole family will get saved spiritual blessings right even as she's positioned herself for other things maybe or whatever she's seen all the promises become yes and amen in her life and not only in her salvations happening she was seeing it in her career in every other area things happening for her even as she's just wakes up and knows that she's a son but what does it mean every time you are hearing your son you're positioning yourself you're positioning yourself you forget and then you come back oh i'm positioning myself you sit still and you're seeing all these promises overtake you okay um ephesians even as he chose us in christ i love this we were chosen in christ before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless in his sight even above reproach before him in love i told you the lamb was slain the lamb that means jesus was slain before the foundation of the world it says and now it says we were in christ before the foundation of the world so now think about your life that if even your birth was preordained do you think that anything in your life can be random oh anything can happen oh my god your whole life is a finished work god even you when you will come into the kingdom okay you were set apart for him so now if you see yourself in the outer court i don't know what their lives are but you know that everything you were in christ before the foundation of the world now if you are in christ everything about your life is in christ so relax position yourself sit still and know that you're in christ okay let's go ahead uh for the maturity of the times and the climax of the ages to unify all things and head up all things and consummate them in christ uh both things in heaven and things on earth ephesians 1:10 let me just read that in this cuz uh, that's a little complicated uh hold on hold on hold on so can you get to it faster than me ephesians 1:10 or if someone can get and if you can read it maybe in nkj yeah read you can read it I don't know which which uh, this thing you want which verse you want me to read. Uh, Ephesians one ten. 
visions one ten one second. Yeah, NKJV says uh, uh, that he might that in the disp dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in Him. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll read it in another version. Yeah. The the Living Translation says, uh, which, which which verse is it? Which verse is it? One and this is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. Furthermore, because we are in unity with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God, for he chose us in advance and he makes everything work out according to his plan. This is a much more beautiful way. You know, you're in Christ and Christ is in the Father. Nothing about your life can go amiss. It's such a rest. Okay. Uh, I, I want to read the verse below, which is not there in my notes. It goes, in him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. Where is the inheritance? It's in Christ. In, it's in position. Your inheritance is in position. And so you can be like praying and God, why am I not receiving it? Why am I not receiving it? All he's telling you is position yourself. Sit still. Don't forget you're a son. That's all I want you to do. Can you just rest and hold on to that? Don't forget. That's it. And watch me make the promises of God. Yes and amen. You don't dangle after a promise. You don't run after it. That's the Old Testament. You rest and you will see it become rest. Yes and amen. Even as it was evident in Gitu's life or in many others' lives, you all are seeing it. And what is the one thing that you all are doing? Positioning yourself. Positioning yourself. That's all. That means is you're not forgetting that you're a son. Okay? Uh, <clears throat> so all, everything is in Christ. That means when I say in Christ, it means it's in position. It's in position. That's why when it says a slave cannot receive. Uh, you know, I told you when I had that dream and I was, I had lying symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis when I had that dream and I was a, like a beggar or another word for a beggar would be a slave sitting outside the house and begging. And then he showed me my eyes were darkened. Now he was telling me that why was I not receiving that time? He was telling me to position myself, go back to your son, because it says in, uh, in John that he who abides in the house, if the son is, uh, a son remains in the house forever, a slave is outside, a beggar is outside. Okay, so what was he telling me through the dream? Position yourself. My eyes were darkened. That even as I started taking on that verse, so I'm a new creation, what was I doing? I was coming back to my position. I was remembering that I was a son and anchoring myself in that position. And even as I rested, I saw rheumatoid arthritis and all those symptoms just disappear out of my flesh. That's what it means to position yourself. It means to remind yourself that you're a son. And then he tells you that means, and now, Stand still in this. So you've taken your position. Now don't forget. Now be still. That means hold on to it. Rest in it. That's what patience means. Endurance. So first position, you're taking on, oh, I'm a son. It's not in my nature. Now you're standing still. Or in the new, it would be sitting still. You're enduring that. You're holding that position. And now guess what happens? Salvation for that situation. Okay? Uh, let's go down. Um, and he raised us up together with him and made us sit down. This is what I mean. Sit down together in the heavenly sphere 
in Christ Jesus, the anointed one. In Christ. Okay? For we are God's handiwork, recreated in Christ. That means born anew. You're a new creation. That we may do those good works which God predestined for us. That we should walk in them. So God predestined for us in Christ that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. In the promised land, they were not trying to build buildings, everything. The promised land was like a finished work. That means now when you come here, I just want you to enjoy. He went, he did everything, everything, and then he put his children into the promised land. Okay. And now in the New Testament, it says the promised land is your rest. That means how do you inherit all things by position, by resting. And resting means... Don't forget you're a son. That's all that rest means. Headrest. Don't forget you're a son. Everything is coming. The storm is coming, telling you're not a son. And he's telling you, sleep. You're a son. Don't wake up and start fighting. Okay? Rest. You're a son. And then everything, all the inheritance comes on you. Okay? Nothing in your life can go amiss. Because your whole life is a finished work. Your whole life is in Christ. Your whole life is in the realm of his blood. Okay, so imagine the blood like just like a shield, everything. Your whole life is in it. Your whole family is in that. Okay. But now in Christ, uh, Christ Jesus, you who were, who were, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away through by in the blood of Christ have been brought near. So basically he's saying before you were far away, that means you were in the outer court. And all chaos was happening and people could do rubbish things to you and all. But now, you were far away, but now I brought you near through the blood and put you in Christ. Position. Okay? And even as you, you remember your position, don't forget your position. You will see salvation of all things. Okay? I have strength for all things in Christ. Who empowers me? Guess who's empowering? It's Christ who's empowering me. I'm ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. I'm self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Okay? And my God will liberally supply, will liberally supply, fill to the full your every need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. So now someone can quote, Are, but I'm poor and I'm not seeing it and I'm not seeing it. How come you're saying it all? Oh, you've forgotten who you are. Because all the promises, everything that we're reading, it says, it ends by saying, in Christ Jesus. That means it's for a son. A son who knows he's a son. That's it. You already know you're a son. Don't try and work up every Amazon. No, don't forget you're a son. That's all. You're already a son by blood. Okay? If you forget, are you still a son? Yes, I'm a son. Okay? But you don't have to, you know, uh, you even won't get lying symptoms even in your body. It's so, it, it's so one with you now and then you go everywhere and you won't forget you're a son. You just keep reminding yourself that even the, uh, today I heard it and uh, you know, I knew it. Every time you take on a new truth, listen, and when you are, you are walking in it in the microcosm, when no one is seeing, but you're taking that and you know, the, the principalities and powers know that you know you're a son. Okay. And you'll see things shift. You'll see things shift. It's a spiritual realm that you're walking in. You see things shift. You see things obey, uh, bow down to you. You might see your boss say yes to you. You might say certain things, just bow down is because it's a spiritual thing. So you think, Are, I'm just believing I'm a son, I'm a son. Oh my God. Do you know that you will go by your eyes? The spiritual realm knows that it's all by faith. Okay. Can, can you see demons walking around? No. 
they're invisible, but are they there? Of course, they're there. The spiritual realm principalities powers are all real. Okay? But my point is, they know you're a son. And they can see a son who knows that they're a son. And what happened after Jesus he meets Satan? He has a thing on the wilderness, okay, where he, uh, Satan tries to mess with who he is, just in the mind. And now Jesus is going, and the devil is begging, please, don't torment us. They're going. Now, what was it, a declaration? He was in the wilderness, no? In the wilderness. Kisne dekha usko? Only, the, only Satan has seen him there. But how come everything knows? It's a spiritual realm. You are a spiritual being. And everything, so it's, it's not about quoting scriptures. Sometimes I just say, just go and go to your belief system and really see, do you really believe you're a son? It's not about quoting scriptures. You can quote scriptures all you want, but in your heart, you just don't believe. And then you have to get it there. And you go and sit, yeah, man, this is it. I'm a son of my blood and that's it. And that's it. You're positioning yourself. You don't have to tell anybody. It's you know you're a son. That's it. You're a son by blood. And you go out and you see how certain things just shift. I'm telling you, it's, it's supernatural. If you want to see supernatural in your life, okay, it only happens in the Holy of Holies. And it's just undeniable. You will see those situations and people will see and have to say, oh my God, this is a bit, uh, this is a bit supernatural. It looks. Now, those kind of testimonies happen with the people who are dwelling in the Holy of Holies. And basically, it means that someone who knows that he's a son. That's it. It's because what you're doing is you're standing still. You're positioning yourself, standing still. And now, guess what? You're seeing his salvation go forward. And when his salvation goes forward, trust me, the whole world can see it's his salvation. It's not your salvation. Okay? It's that, it's that miraculous. It's, that's happened to me when I went to the prime minister's office. It was his salvation going forth. Or when mom's report came of um, no cancer, it was his salvation going forth even as you're learning to rest, okay? And in him, your father, it's that whole kingdom in Christ is about being fathered, okay? Um, Colossians 1.28. Him we preach and proclaim, warning and admonishing everyone and instructing everyone in all wisdom, com uh, comprehensive insight into the ways and that we may present every person mature, fully grown, fully initiated, complete and perfect in Christ. You know, you're complete in Christ. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a loud cry of summons, with the shout of an archangel, and with the blast of the trumpet of God, and those who have departed uh, this life in Christ will rise first. For those who think there's no rapture, this clearly says that there's a trumpet, and that, uh, you know, that, that is the second coming of uh, Jesus. Um, okay, let's go to 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Thank, thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstance may be, be thankful and give thanks for this is the will of God for you who are in Christ, Jesus. Okay, now guess what? I had shared on Easter, I think, a message called Thanksgiving. And the reason why we give Thanksgiving, you only say thank you to somebody when they give you a gift. You don't say thank you beforehand. It's basically the... the, the, the response. Yeah, the response is basically the response to something that something has already been done. So now, guess what? In Christ, we're sons. We're in the Holy of Holies. And this is the instruction that God has given us. Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstances may be. Be thankful and give thanks. For this is the will of God for those who are in the Holy of Holies. For this is my will to those who are my sons. Okay? And why he's telling you to give thanks is because it's a finished work. It's because it's a finished work. 
So if you don't understand your son, you don't see yourself in the holy of holies, you don't see yourself as it's all finished, it's difficult to give thanks. But he's telling you to give you thank you beforehand is because it is done. Okay? You're going to see his salvation. The same thing, he's telling you position yourself. Start thanking, start praising, position yourself, stand still, you'll see the salvation of whatever that situation is. And the grace, favor, blessing of our Lord flowed out super abundantly and beyond measure for me, accompanied by faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Where is the grace? Where is the favor? Where is everything flowing out super abundantly and beyond measure for me? It's in Christ. It's in Christ. Okay? Allow yourself to be fathered. That's what it means to be in Christ. When Jesus was doing everything, he just didn't take credit. He said, it's all the Father doing in me, through me, speaking in me, doing in me. It's all the Father doing it. That's what he was saying. He was positioning. That's it. It's, it's a rest. And it's the same for you and me. It's a rest. We know that we are Father, sons. Okay? Uh, let's go down. I like this. That the, the participation in... And, uh, Cyril, can you get this in, uh, in NKJV? Philemon 1.6. I'll just read this till now. Your faith may produce and promote full recognition and appreciation and understanding and precise knowledge of every good thing that is ours in Christ Jesus. One second. I just want to Which verse is it? Uh, 6. 1.6, yeah. 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 That the sharing of your faith may become effective the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Okay, this verse says that the sharing of your faith may become effective by the acknowledgement. That means I'm just acknowledging of every good thing that is in you in Christ Jesus. What is this saying? What you are doing in that situation, you're acknowledging every good thing that is in you. So basically what it means is, Again, like when that symptom came, oh, I'm acknowledging, no, I'm a new creation in Christ. I'm acknowledging every good thing that is in Christ Jesus. And that's saying that the sharing of your faith may become effective. That's again another way of saying, you know, all, all, Paul's, all scriptures. If you look at it from here, 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 here. And I'm showing you from all different angles, they're saying the same thing. Position yourself. Position yourself. It's by position you inherit all things. And position means just rest. Don't forget you're a son. In the Old Testament, they never fought. It was father doing it. How much more do you think in the new covenant, you think he wants you to fight and you want to go and take and you want to get the sickness down authority? Don't do anything. Just don't forget you're a son. That's it. In that moment, be, zip your mouth. Don't declare. Don't become impulsive. Just be quiet. And why, why do you land up speaking and picking up the phone and talking and doing all this? It's because you go by what you're saying. And literally what he's saying is don't go by what you're saying. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. Take some time out. Go five minutes away somewhere. Okay? Remind yourself you're a son. Calm yourself down. Relax. And even as you don't forget you're a son, now you see God's salvation save that situation. That's what it means. So what happens is most people fight. And they go out to fight. They're going from holy of holies to the outer court. And they're sitting and fighting something. And that's how the devil wants to get you out of position. That means out of your rest to get something. And he gives you all these lying things trying to tell you you need to fight something. And your job is, trust me, you do it once now, you'll see that you're going through lesser and lesser things. Because he'll go and bother other things, other people. Okay? It's a spiritual realm. 
you take on certain truths like we will share about how death is under our feet and all of this later on you take on some spiritual truths you walk in dominion something happens there's a shift that happens when you get like you you wake up in an area okay and then you go out and see and you'll see certain things even shift for you it's that powerful okay trust me the devil knows who you are each and every one who's hearing this he knows you know you're a son and he is shit scared of you because the more you wake up he can't do anything anywhere you walk oh there are christians there are disciples there are sheep oh but there's a son and all he does is oh whatever i do he just doesn't budge man just doesn't react just doesn't run after anything that i throw against him he knows he's a son you're so dangerous to him okay that's why jesus was very calm very rested just didn't run after anything sleeping in the storm that and one thing i can see so clearly with jesus he just doesn't goes go by what he sees what he hear what he hears he is not reacting to his sense realm that's it is because he clearly thinks it's a lie it's an illusion it's a fallen realm he knows that now a son knows that it's a fallen realm and what i say has dominion what i say rules so someone comes and says are i have power over you but it's jesus says that i have command to lay my life down and i have command to take it up so no one could take his life from him same with you no one can take your life he conquered death for you so how can you say how can death be in the hands of a virus how can death be in the hands of some guy driving some stupid vehicle oh my god that means you're a victim to something oh, you're a son the son is supreme governance son of god means you're god so who's who has the keys you i have absolute dominion over my whole life meaning it's my father who has given it and i will decide you decide as a son you have absolute governance okay and even as you're waking up to your governance it's only when you know who you are will you even stop doing certain things okay like i said like uh, you know i work with a big celebrity because he knows who he is he watches his words because he knows how powerful he is so he's not loose because he knows he'll be snared by his words whatever he says someone might write something about him and all so he's very sure if he says someone yes that means oh it's a yes if he says no it's a no i've already told him before okay he will walk with he knows he has the money so he doesn't have to show off or anything he's very the more you know who you are you wake up trust me now does he need to prove who he is no the whole world knows who he is okay i had this dream uh, uh, last year and uh, in that i saw um, i saw prince william and kate and i saw that no one has to tell the world who prince william and kate are the whole world knows and so i saw the the uh, you know the the royalty running in a way and uh, i saw that i didn't have to run that even as i just stood my ground okay everything bowed down to me is because the realm knows who i am but i was running and i had to just still myself and walk because i am a king i am a uh, you know it was like a uh, like a, a bigger dream but i'm just sharing in general what it meant is basically god was telling me that you don't have to tell the whole world who you are <clears throat> i only don't want you to forget who you are because the spiritual realm knows who you are okay and so even as i walk as a king everything bows down because they know but they are just looking do i know that's what they do do you know so they'll give you certain lies and if you if you pursue those lies that's how they know oh in this area doesn't know <laughs> doesn't know and so now they get victory and because they 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 think that oh in this area i can do this because this person doesn't know who they are in this area 
And how does he know that? He gives you lies and you run after those lies. That's why I said, don't run after all the thoughts that you get. You know, don't forget you're a son. It starts with thoughts. It's, uh, up to some point, none of y'all will even get lying symptoms. Okay? Is because it all comes with thoughts. You know it, you, you nail it. It's not in my nature. You're in Christ, in the blood. What symptoms can anything come in? Nothing. Absolute dominion. You've been given over death or anything. He has no right to put anything on you anywhere. Okay? Your whole life is in Christ. Um, <clears throat> in him, what is happening every time, through every trial, through anything that is coming against you, the overcoming, overcoming for a son is that you're positioning yourself. You're reminding yourself. And if you want 100 reminders, remind yourself 100 times. You know? But you are not reminding the world. It's not about commanding him. It's about you not forgetting who you are. That's why I told you, why doesn't Jesus get up and just command the storm? Isn't that simple? Isn't that what most people tell us? Take down and use authority and all. He chooses to sleep in a storm because he doesn't need to convince the storm. He's not convincing the storm and telling who he is. He knows he's a son. And all that he knows, he's a son, that's it. In, in fact, the father thinks that that's it. All my son needs to know that he's a son. And so because he knows he's a son, he's sleeping. And he thought like he'll get over to the other side without anything happening. He would have gotten... Whether if he's underwater, he'll breathe underwater. Nothing can happen to the sun. That's what I mean. We're not identifying with the disciples. We're identifying with the sun. And if you see Jesus, I love reading the Gospels again and again. I go back to the way he reacts to things. Just he's calm. He doesn't go by what he sees. He calls beeping and a noise. He calls it noise. Crying. You know, and that, and that should be our reaction also to certain things. And what is happening? And other people are getting offended. Oh, look at him. How dare he say this? And then what happens? People get offended, but then there's resurrection life. Tabitha, come up. <laughs> Wake up. Cause it noise. That's why we, we as a church, beloved, we are not people pleasing, but we want to be effective. Okay? And, and our anger and our, uh, uh, our uh, holy anger comes against evil. That's what it means. As a son, you walk in the fear of the Lord. The, the seven spirits are on you, right? The spirit of understanding, counsel, might, the fear of the Lord, the spirit of rest. So they came upon Jesus. So they come upon you also. The kingdom is working with you. And fear of the Lord is that one where it, it hates evil. That's what it says. The Bible says fear of the Lord hates evil. So anywhere you go, anything that is not right, it hates evil. It's, it's, it's already uh, the fear of the Lord is doing whatever it has to do. It'll kill it. That's what it means. Okay. Uh, you know, another words to take on, you are the truth. No matter what someone lies to me or anything, you know, I know my position that I am the truth. So your heart will just tell you, oh, this is a miss. Something is not right here. Okay? It's because you're born of the word. You are the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You should say that about yourself. I am the way, the truth, and the life. So wherever I go, I make crooked paths straight. Wherever anything is crooked, it becomes straight. Okay? Wherever there's darkness, there is light. Wherever there's a lie, guess what? You're the truth. The lie will get exposed. Okay? Uh, let's go down. Uh, in him, in him was life and the life was the light of men. In him was life. In him, you're in Christ. In you is life. Okay? Your life is not coming by flesh and blood anymore. The father says, okay, in, in John it's written, Jesus says, uh, because the father lives, I also live. And the father has given the son to have life in himself. So your life is coming from the Holy Spirit that is in you. So it's not even by the food you eat. That's where, that's where immortality comes from. It's not about food. It's about 
your life is coming from Christ. And so I try to live a life that I eat less. Uh, okay, because I don't want to be a victim or a slave to food. My life comes from, from the Holy Spirit. So if I eat something, it'll be by choice, not because uh, I, I don't like patterns of breakfast, lunch, dinner. These are patterns of the world and we don't have to follow them. You can have one meal a day and nothing will happen to you. Okay, you can live on communion and nothing will happen to you. There are uh, so many testimonies of that. So I'm just saying that we're not a slave to food and my, your life is not coming from the food that you eat, it's coming from the Holy Spirit. And once you start knowing that and you're waking up to that and you know, you, you'll see how uh, suddenly you even start eating less and it doesn't, you're not thinking about food. It's because your life is actually coming from the Holy Spirit in you. Uh, let's go down. Uh, everyone who believes in him, who trusts in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Okay, it's all in Christ. For God so greatly loved dearly and dearly prized the world that he gave up his only begotten son so that whoever believes in him shall not perish. You can't die when you're in him. Okay, come into destruction, be lost, but have everlasting life. For in him, I love this. This is all you. For in him, we live and move and have our being. You, everything you're living, you're moving, and your entire being is in Christ. Whatever you're doing is in Christ. Okay? For as many as are the promises of God, they all find their yes, they all find their yes in him and amen also in him. In another version, it says all the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ. That means it's positional. So people wonder, and they're not happening, they're not happening. Oh, they're all positional. Everything about whatever the father has done is positional. So I said, don't compare your lives to other people. They may not receive the fruit, but because it's positional. It's once you know it's positional. Everything is about position and position means rest. That's it. You're a son by blood. That's it. That's all. Sonship is nothing but it's a relationship between the father and son. And what is the simplicity of it? That the son knows that he's the father. He belongs to the father. And the father knows that he's my son. And our relationship is by blood. And that's it. As long as my son doesn't forget our relationship is by blood. He knows that he'll receive everything. And guess who gives him everything? It's not the son. It's the father who will write the inheritance down and give it to the son. It's the father. It's his. Whose will is it? Whose will is it that after someone dies, you get it? The father had given everything to Jesus. And then Jesus dies. That's the meaning of testament. It's the will. And now that will has become to us who, who believe in, in Christ. He's put us. So all the father's inheritance comes to us through Christ. That's why the death. Okay. Uh, for our sake he made Christ to be sin who knew no sin so that in and through him we might become endured with viewed as being in the righteousness of God that means uh, you know you're the righteousness of God in Christ that's what it means so you do silly things but you're the righteousness of God in Christ the more you start seeing yourself as a son it's very difficult to act like a slave or a beggar when you're a son you can't be two okay uh, in him we have redemption through his blood, the remission of our uh, forgiveness uh, with the riches and generosity of his favor. Everything, everything, everything is in Christ. In him we were also made God's heritage and we obtained an inheritance for we have been foreordained, I read this before, chosen and appointed beforehand in accordance with his purpose who works out everything in agreement 
with the counsel and design of his own will. In him also, uh, also who have heard the word of truth, the glad tidings of your salvation, and have believed in and adhered to and relied on him, was stamped and sealed uh, with the seal of the long-promised Holy Spirit. In him the whole structure is joined together harmoniously, and it continues to rise into a holy temple in the Lord, a sanctuary dedicated, consecrated, sacred to the presence of the Lord. I love this. You're a sanctuary dedicated, consecrated, sacred to the presence of the Lord. You're set apart for him. If you start seeing yourself as the Holy of Holies, you'll start valuing yourself. Because everything in the Holy of Holies is the Holy of the Holies. Okay? In him, you yourself also are being built up with the rest to form a fixed abode of God in the Spirit. For it was in him that all things were created in heaven and on the earth, things seen and things unseen, whether thrones, dominions, rulers or authorities, all things were created and exist through him and in and for him. All things were created in heaven and on earth. It was in him. Everything exists. And he himself existed before all things and in him all things consist. Now read that. Go here, go here, go here. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it well. Co All things are held together. How do you say it, Sidhu? Go here, go here. Mr. Go here. Yeah, yeah. And he himself existed before all things. In him, all things consist and are held together. Listen, in him, all things are held together. What are you so worried about? He holds your whole life together. That's what it means. All things are held together including your laptop, your cell phone, everything, everything, your whole life is in Christ. Okay, it's such a rest. It should be a rest knowing that everything about your life is all the promises are yes and amen in Christ, in Christ. And position yourself simply means that it's by position. That means it's, it's, it's yours just because you're my son. That's it. You don't forget that you're a son. Okay, rest. Uh, in him, all the treasures, wisdom, and knowledge, and enlightenment are stored up and lie hidden in Christ. And you are in him made full and having come to fullness of life. In Christ, you too are filled with the Godhead Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and reach full spiritual stature. And he is the head of all rule and authority. You are the head of all rule and authority of every angelic spirituality and power. You are the head of all rule and authority. In him also you were circumcised with a circumcision not made with hands, but in a spiritual circumcision performed by Christ by stripping off the body of the flesh, the whole corrupt carnal nature with its passions and lusts. It basically means if you know you're in him, it's very difficult for you to do Silly things. Okay. I love this. God disarmed or the father disarmed the principalities and powers that were against you, against me, and made a bold display and public spectacle of them in triumphing over them in him and in it the cross. Okay. When you're in Christ, all the principalities, powers that are against anything that might be coming, They've all been disarmed and they have been, uh, yeah, they've been disarmed. 
okay that means nothing can come against you okay everything is under you uh, but he who keeps his word who observes his message in his ent entirety truth in him has the love of and for god being perfected by this we may perceive know recognize and be sure that we are in him okay whoever says he abides in him ought to walk and conduct himself in the same way in which he walked and conducted himself i'm telling you you know like now this is talking about character okay 1 john 2 6 and it talks about how you should live your life as a son like the external but i'm i'm trying to to show you that if you see yourself in christ okay and in your oneness like basically i'm one with the father it's all christ in me it's what the sonship book is it's very difficult for you to to act like the people in the outer court because everything flows from your position if you if you see yourself as a princess if you see yourself as a prince as a son you'll walk as a prince if you see yourself as a beggar you will beg okay whoever says he abides in him that means you see yourself in position you will walk and conduct yourself just like that okay through your position yet i am writing you a new commandment okay so i'm i'm reading ahead but as for you the anointing okay let me come down to uh, uh I'm on one John to eight, and now little children abide in Him, so that when He is made visible, we may have and enjoy perfect confidence, and not be ashamed and shrink from Him at His coming. <clears throat> and everyone who has this hope uh, on Him cleanses himself, just as He is pure. No one who abides in Him, who lives and remains in communion with and in obedience to Him, deliberately knowing, knowingly and habitually commits sin. no one who abides in him meaning knows his position will habitually commit sin no one who sins no one who habitually sins has either seen or known him uh recognized perceived or understood him or has had an experiential acquaintance with him yeah amen for once you were you were darkness but now you are light in the lord walk as children of light for you have died and your real life your real life is hidden with Christ in God your whole life is in God in whom because of our faith in him we dare to have boldness of free access okay again this is free access was where free access was in the holy of holies and undeserved approach to God with freedom and without fear in him we have our redemption through his blood which means the forgiveness of our sins so that's where <clears throat> those are some of the scriptures i've got i had many more scriptures but i've just taken those everything i just want you to remember this one thing today that uh, <clears throat> in the old it was about taking the promised land and overcoming it but then we saw it was how the commander of the chief who was there it was god who was overcoming everything that is christ has overcome everything and now he put you in the promised land and now you're already there and so in the old when jehoshaphat when that army came it was like today you and me where we're in the promise and something is coming against and what is god's solution god's solution is now that you're in the promise you don't have to go and fight in the before they were in the promise they had to go and overcome and take it but now that you're in the promise you're not fighting you are positioning and he gives them an instruction position yourself stand still and see the salvation and today those words would be position yourself means just don't forget you are a son don't react don't dance around don't go and try and fight it because the battle is not yours it's god don't get discouraged don't be afraid position yourself sit still and it's only when you sit still that you don't 
start pursuing those cares and worries and just start going, just come back, just rest, sit still and see the salvation. You'll see whatever needs to be saved, get saved. Okay. I told you position, rest, all means rest means about positioning yourself. That means taking on your identity, not forgetting who you are. It literally means, uh, you know, I'll repeat it before we close again. It means if you're sick, you're saying I'm a son. It's not in my nature to fall sick. You are having some business things. No, <clears throat> Jesus, whatever I touch my hands is going to prosper. Okay. In uh, relationships, whatever, Father, I thank you. I Positioning is nothing but taking your oneness with him. You're reminding yourself your oneness. So I'll tell you what I'm doing. I say, me and my father are one. Father, I thank you that I have one heart. Father, I thank you that it's all you working in me, both to do, to will and to do, and that I am the perfect will of God. Now, what is all of this? I'm positioning myself because this is who I am. He's made me absolutely one in the Holy of Holies. There's no separation between me and God. It's all Christ in me. I died. It's all Christ in me. That's what it means to be positioning yourself. Positioning yourself, stand still. Meaning, that means patience, endurance. Okay? Don't forget. That's it. Just hold that position. And now, even as you're resting in that, you'll see the salvation of God go at your behalf. Okay? You're not being impulsive. Read, uh, uh, read, uh, read uh, John, the book of John, and see Jesus' reaction to everything that's coming against him. He positions himself. That simply means he doesn't forget in that situation he's a son. Just remind him he's a son. And then he sees the situation become who, who he is. So death becomes light. Blindness becomes light. Lack becomes abundance. Okay? That's what he's doing by positioning. You, that salvation comes over that situation. Okay? So uh, all the blessings are in Christ. And our overcoming today is not forgetting you're a son. The, it's uh, it's the 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 fight is about not fighting. It's about resting and holding on to your position. And holding on to your position is not waiting to see if it happens. Your position, your your holding on is is positional. That means it's a decision you make. It's by faith. Okay, we don't go by what we see. I I believe it to death. Death meaning whether or not it happens or not. I believe the word just because it is. So I always say, Father, you and me are one. That's it. Whether the situation turns out or not, Father, you and me are one. That's it, because the word says it, so I believe it, that's it. Okay, that's what it means, position yourself. Okay, so let's uh, close in prayer. Someone wants to close in prayer.